we take you into this podcast, we want to remind you to check out Dynamic Equine on Facebook and Instagram. Tarla actually got a brand new Beamer blanket that even has the booties to go with it. And it's a nice color. It is. It is no longer big and brown. It is big and blue (laughs) and orange. Yeah. And it honestly, like our horses love it. They fall asleep when Tarla puts it on them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And actually Tarla is another one that Joe loves, right? She does. Yes. But she hasn't got to try the new one yet. Oh, haven't seen oh. Tarla in a while. I guess we're going to have to go see Tarla. I well, think so. Stevie, tell her horse poor sent you and she said she'd give you 10% off. Oh, yes. I'm super <laughs> duper excited. <laughs> yeah, so if you tell Tarla that horse poor sent you, you'll get 10% off the Beamer or Trisana mm-hmm. products. Enjoy the rest of this episode. That deep voice is just <laughs> telling how good we did at the high stakes that jackpot. Was, the ending of that was almost like the ending of Staff Workington's run. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm have to post oh no. that run. Yes, we will have to post that run because Stevie 110% cowboyed up during her run today because that was crazy. And if you guys weren't there or didn't see it, uh, Joe could have rocket launched her to the moon. Oh, yeah. It was an interesting ride, that's for sure. Give us play-by-play. Well, we were coming into first. It was feeling pretty good. We came a little wide off of the first. Coming to second, I didn't really feel anything, but the girls saw it, and in the video you saw it. And the crowd (laughs) cheered when you came home. Yeah, yeah, off of third. She just, I felt a little bit of a kick. And then I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then it, she kind of just started hopping, and I'm like, oh, this is serious. Joe's being serious here. Yeah, she had her, <laughs> she had her hooves up. Yeah, she, she wasn't hopping. She was bucking. <laughs> and, yeah, and I lost my stirrup, and I was like, oh, man, I'm coming off. And then I decided, nope, I'm sticking on, and we're finishing this run. So... You actually had a decent third barrel, too, for all yeah. that shenanigans that went down. Yeah, and we ran all the way home. Yeah, and, like, everyone cheered after you crossed the timer. Yeah. It was The first fun. drag, too. Yeah. yeah. Number five out. <laughs> Just a little wild. Yeah. Oh, geez. But she was, like, she's, oh, she's so athletic. She yeah, was, she yeah. is. She Still was wasn't too bad a time. Yeah. What was my time, anyway? It was, like, a 17-something. Yeah. It actually, like, wasn't even a bad time at all. Like, <laughs> I really want to know what your time would have been without that little... I know. I'm like, I need to come back and redeem myself. You do. You do. (laughs) Yeah. and That's a good excuse to come back. Yeah. Yeah, We're uh, we're just going to have to come back to the Galloways. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. What a beautiful arena. I love that arena. Yeah. Awesome jackpot and slot race. Good ground. Oh, my goodness. They spend so much time on the ground. And so hospitable. Yeah. We got a nice pen for our horses, a perfect place to park, um, and they actually moved me up in the in the draw so that we were able to leave a little earlier yeah. too. Yeah, which was nice because, yeah, we would have only been leaving now, and it's like eight, and we're still on our way home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we thought we may as well bring this stuff in the truck, and while we're all chit chatting, anyways, just hit record. Yeah, yeah. might as well. <laughs> And Ray Ray had such a good time in the arena. Holy, yeah, she felt really good. We did catch Steph seconds. Steph felt really good. She was excited oh, before. Oh, she was so pumped. <laughs> I was. I was I was excited for it. But, yeah, you had a beautiful run on Ray. And, yeah, a 16-3 in that arena is a great that, time. Yeah. Like the arena record is a six or 15-4, which, which was seen today. Oh, did you get chills? Yes. It was some jockeying. She deserved it. She was 
pulling the ninja moves oh around the gosh. barrels, getting their horse around, and yeah, it was it was fun to watch. I'm so glad I happened to be standing there at that time. Yeah, Riley McKenzie killed it. She is gonna have to come on the Horse Sport podcast for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, so my run, um, yeah, she came in there and she was feeling really good, working really good. I feel like I just made a little bit too big of a move with my hands, kind of before my sweet spot at second barrel and we clipped it on the way out but other than that like she was just wanting to run like work she like ran in there yeah yeah Yeah, and she felt good around uh around the turns and all that stuff so that's awesome it uh it was a win even though there was a knocked barrel Mm -hmm. yeah i um i was entered in the open in the two o'clock draw and i was like ah i'll take two runs like whatever driving all that way it'll be fun to do two runs and then I decided, no, my horse gets a little turny, so I'll just do one run and roll my time into the open from the morning high stakes. And then I knocked a barrel, so that's I didn't get to redo on that, and that's what my time <laughs> was in the open, too. So actually, it was a no time. But Yeah, yeah. it's always a gamble. Well, and I never, you don't really true. typically knock a barrel on your first run on Ray. <laughs> no, and it, yeah. if I do, it's because, like, we anticipate the turn going in and she yeah. wasn't really like it wasn't her fault that's no for sure. no i was just a little too excited and my nerves maybe got the best of me and i was just trying to cut some corners but it overall was, it was good <laughs> yeah. yeah it was it was really good and how about you nadine how was um, your run so i actually tried a brand new product on cash today it's called the cep gear down um calming paste and it looks like like all natural ingredients like when we were reading and i think you revved it to cv and you're like oh i heard like these are all great for mm-hmm. calming a horse uh, just because she was nervous and I was actually extremely nervous and I'm not <laughs> sure why. Maybe because my parents were there. I don't know. I haven't like, I don't know. <laughs> I was and so happy was to see them. Race and lots it of, was like, yeah. crazy horses there. Yeah. And I like haven't been to a big race like other than Teepee Creek, which, but we ride there regularly. So yeah. I haven't hauled cash down south and well, probably since last year. It's been a like, while. It's been yeah. a long time uh, to an actual jackpot. So um, I my only plan in there was to take it easy and um, have a nice, calm, correct run. Uh, just because her and I have had our battles, like I already said in the past, of not finishing our barrels. So she walked in there super calm. Um, she was pretty lost on the way to first and second, uh, which is okay because it's only our fourth jackpot, jackpot going to the left. And it was like, it, I didn't clock at all, but I was just really happy to have a nice, calm, clean run that yeah. I was able to finish. And that was all I was aiming for. Um, <laughs> I know when you go to a big jackpot, you kind of want to run to get into that money. But at that point, I was just really happy to be along for the ride on her and have her calm. And she stopped. Yeah. I was really happy with that. Yes. And, and I mean, like for other people around there who are at the same stage, like you just, you have a goal of making a nice, clean run. Like, it can be super tempting. Like, oh, everyone else is running, and I want everyone to see the best I can do. Like, sometimes you just have to ignore that and just go in there and do what you know is best for you and your horse at that moment. Yeah, and I I think I made the right call. Yeah, I think it was really good. Yeah, like, she was, it was just calm. And we don't usually get calm runs with her. Like, even at the last jackpot in Harmon Valley, she couldn't even lope a circle because she Mm -hmm. was so pumped up. She actually walked in the arena really good. You did, like, a little circle in the alley, and she was just, like, calm and nice. And honestly, I'm so proud of her. And, like, after a long eight-hour clinic with Shannon um, and a really nice run at her place, like, one of the nicer runs we've ever had, I was really happy with that. Mm -hmm. I think that was a huge win. 
huge improvement. And the stopping thing. So you're, now you're stopping her by like actually putting your hand down on her neck and just like sitting a, a certain way. And it worked at Shannon's and it actually worked at like a high pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or not high pressure, but like, you know, when you were at, you and her were both probably amped up. Yeah, amped up. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Um, and everyone, there. we took a ton of videos at Shannon's. So I think, did we do a video on this one or no? the stopping no we didn't but I we, don't think we did we, we kind of did it quick yeah but we can do a video out of it later yeah okay yeah. so we'll get a video for you guys at some point yeah like honestly I didn't even touch her mouth like I literally had my hand forward my hand on the other hand on the horn and I was just said whoa 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 and like I don't know I I always forget to talk to her so I'm happy I did <laughs> I feel like I need a CEP for myself yeah <laughs> But no, we'll get there, and I'm just happy for a nice, clean run. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And yeah. I didn't get to tell people, like I told people that Joe bucked and everything. I didn't get to tell them what our win was. Yeah. She, oh yeah. Yeah. So this whole bleeding thing, another time she went perfectly fine into the arena. Like I was thinking, oh my gosh, okay, are we gonna go in? Is she gonna get nervous? Like, because I'm just still kind of expecting it. So I kind of, I just stayed off her back this time until the person before me and I just sat there I brought her nose around and was petting her and then yeah it was our turn she walked right in and um yeah I'm just super duper happy with that yeah honestly I like do you have any videos of your runs from last year where she didn't want to go into the arena oh I probably do I should post you should post that because I feel like a lot of her like that a lot of people yeah. know struggle with alley issues or struggle with bleeders. Mm-hmm. So you have like a really cool like comeback yeah. story from all of those problems. And she was bad. Like I couldn't, I, it got to the point I couldn't even walk her in there. Like me off of her back, walk her into the arena. If yeah. I was on her back and people wanted to help, like if someone would come to lead me up, it wouldn't work. Like she would just jet backwards. If a horse wanted to walk me up, it was the same thing. So Mm -hmm. it took a lot of work and patience, a lot of like sacrificing my runs just to walk, but it all paid off. Yeah, Yeah. honestly, like if someone is listening to this that has alley problems, maybe shoot uh, Stevie a message because she has been there. She has been that person where their horse is not going in the arena Mm -hmm. and now she walks in perfectly fine. And that just goes to show like what kind of horsemanship you also have as well. Thanks. Um, because that is, well, seriously, like that's something that's hard, not only on your horse, but on yourself as a rider, right? Like that can mm-hmm. really rock someone's confidence mm-hmm. or, or make someone nervous as well, right? Like yeah. what's my horse going to do? Or people are watching me mm-hmm. or uh, people are waiting for me. That's a big one too, yeah. but take your time. And then um, even just like when that does happen, like you're thinking about what you're running, what you need to do. Yeah. And then that happens and you're just stressed because everyone's watching and you're worried about your horse and like what's going on with her why doesn't she want to go in and then yeah you your mind is just completely like crazy by the time you get in the arena oh for sure so have you shared with everybody like your recent results on how how you actually solved this problem throughout like the last year because joe's been feeling good yeah i feel like this last little while like i kind of totally forgot to even ask if you needed like help in the arena the last couple times because i feel like she's definitely been feeling better so what have you been doing and what was your most recent results when you guys participated in that uh, BAL seminar at the vet clinic last week yeah so 
Um, so I don't know when it was. Anyway, she started bleeding last year, the year before in the winter. And, um, and so then we put her on Lasix. I was giving her Lasix and a couple other breathing supplements. Um, and then this last February or January, I got another BAL done just cause I was like, I want to see if, if this amount of Lasix is working. Cause it felt like, yeah, she was getting easier to go in, but it was still, it still wasn't a hundred percent. And so she was still bleeding a mm -hmm. little bit. So COVID hit and I didn't really do any barrel racing. So she got a lo good long couple of months off. I just did suppling stuff and whatever. And I actually, I bought a Flexineb and I, so I actually decreased her Lasix. I was giving four, four hours out. I went to two CCs, two hours out and Flexineb every time before a run I would give um, saline and then during the week actually I think most times before I not just before a run but before any ride I would do that for her and then sometimes after runs I'll give um, silver and also I added in it's called equine renew it's like an echinacea and something oh, product flexing up that stuff no, that's just oral. So I got that Equine Renew from the Saloon Tack and Supplements. And I've been giving her that um, every time before I run as well. And so I've done a couple runs and we had, um, we had an equine respiratory seminar in Peace Server with Dr. Renault. He came up. So I got her, actually she was the demo horse. So they scoped her and then I was like, hey, can I add on a BAL? I just want to see if my changes have been doing anything because she's been feeling really good but I want to make sure that there's no bleeding and yeah. I got the yeah I got the results back like I she still had some like some snot in her nose like little white drips every once in a while so she did have um, inflammation but there was no evidence of bleeding like I had done a run right before that there was no evidence of bleeding that night and no evidence of chronic EIPH which I am Sweet. super duper thankful for which is so cool because yeah. not only did you run in a jackpot yeah. you won one and you play second yeah. in another one so you're running hard yeah. and you said Joe was like a level three out of four she bleeder yeah. like she was a like she bled a lot yeah so I yeah that was amazing and the one night I did two runs which I never do but I yeah just, I can't remember why I had to. Oh, uh, she was running through the bed. Right, yeah. So yeah. I switched that up. <laughs> we just, like, know <laughs> each other's problems. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm really happy with that. She, What we did discover, though, is she is a severe allergy horse, which is interesting because she, she doesn't really show any signs other than some white mucus out of her nose sometimes. Like, she doesn't cough or anything. So, hmm. yeah. Every horse is different for their symptoms. So how are you planning to manage the allergy part of the results? I'm going to keep up with the Flexinab. Um, and in the winter, like I'm pretty sure this inflammation is from, left over from the winter because she's on grass right now. She looks really good. Um, but in the winter, like I've been giving her hay. So I'm going to switch her to cubes and see yes. how she does this winter. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's such an incredible story. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people could have given up on a horse like her mm -hmm. or, you know, 
turned like turned her into something else because they're like there's no way this horse can yeah. be a real horse so you really took um the initiative the yeah that and the due diligence of being a horse owner mm-hmm. and barrel racer yeah um so talking about horses feeling good, we also had a stop at Cooley Equine, which yeah. was awesome. Oh my gosh, that was my first experience at Cooley. You walk in there and like it doesn't even smell like horses. Like it no, smells like yeah, a spa. That's true. Yeah, like, like I so it smells so clean. Yeah, and it's like she had even like a waterfall little thing there and some like succulents. Like it actually like <laughs> felt like a spa for horses. We did take uh, some pictures and some videos. Hopefully some of those uploaded and you got a little sneak peek but we well not all of not us but our horses <laughs> received an aquascope yes. treatment and yeah and they were all clearly feeling mm-hmm. real good today yeah. joe was feeling extra <laughs> <Yeah>. good <laughs> they love that aquascope though like okay guys i you guys probably know from this podcast joe has her quirks and she doesn't trust just anyone but she loves it there. Like, she loves Katie. She loves Danny. Like, she loves everyone there. And she is so relaxed when she gets there. I couldn't believe, like, literally before she was even hooked up to the machine, her lip was hanging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it was, like, quivering while she was getting it done. Yeah. Cash yeah. was a little weary at first just because she's she, never had cords yeah. hooked up to her like that before. But then she calmed, like, yeah, right she down. she relaxed right into Yeah. It. And it was really cool because before, like... Um, we got that treatment done. Katie, like, asked me, she's like, what are the problems you've had with this horse? What are some things you want to work on? Or what is, like, maybe her weaknesses in her body? So I, like, told her that, like, her left side isn't as good as her right turns. And she kind of locks her hip. So she put it on her hip, her SI, and her hocks. So I don't know. I, I was really impressed with my experience there. And I can't wait to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then what she actually attaches and tapes to the horse, it's like these little... Um, I don't know if they're copper or what kind of like, like some kind of plate. Brass or plate. Something. Yeah, yeah. and that after um, they she takes them off, you can actually see like the black residue, yeah. which is the toxins that are yeah. leaving the horse's body. So it's kind of cool. It's actually sweet because I talked to her a little bit about that, and she talked to, uh, she told me how she can actually do a full detox on a horse from it. So like our horses up north, like they deal with alcyc really bad. So it made me wonder like one of our horses actually like he had alcyc um, this like end of the winter uh and spring really bad so it made me wonder if i actually maybe brought him down to cooley that they could help pump that out of his system because the only thing you can do for alcyc is take him out of the sun Mm -hmm. so and she did say like because we asked okay how many treatments like is one treatment gonna be okay or how often do you need to get this done and she said i mean if you're doing it before a race to make them feel good like it's gonna help um, but if you're leaving your horse at Cooley, she likes to do three treatments during their yeah. time. So whether it's like if they're there a week, just get three treatments in. But if they're there two weeks, like you can still space out three treatments in that two weeks. And it's really going to help them a lot. Yes, yeah. I totally fell in love with Cooley Equine. And it was pretty cool that we got to drop our horses off and drop off the trailer mm-hmm. and head to Irvine's and go spend some of our money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I never, like, sport. I always feel comfortable leaving my horses there. Yeah, they're in such good yeah. hands. We got some mud for our horses' legs as well. Yes, and the dynamint um, yes. liniment. I'm excited about that too. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like our first, like, real long road trip slash jackpot with the Horse Poor podcast has been so fun. It was really cool to see the winners of the jackpots um, rocking our hats after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that yeah, was really that cool. Was fun. Yeah, we've actually um, seen somebody who must have 
won a horseport hat in the high stakes race in the morning, wearing it during a run in the afternoon. So thank you. Whoever for that was. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And congratulations yeah. on clearly smoking a run. Yeah. So thank you guys. And we hope to see you guys down more often. So we got our horses feeling good and we actually were feeling so good after riding with Shannon Blakely for eight hours. Oh my goodness. Um, that was bless her heart for putting up with us for eight hours in the heat. In the heat. Oh yeah, my it gosh, so hot, it was so yeah. hot. Like we all got a tan, and we all got to learn so many more things about our horses. We're not gonna tell you everything that happened because we have a lot of videos and pictures and a whole podcast coming up about horse training, uh, prospect hunting, and all that jazz. So keep posted for next week's episode. Um, with, with Shannon. Shannon. Yeah. You're going to want like a notebook to write down drills and just, yeah, it's going to be a knowledge packed episode with Shannon. It is. I think we uh, chit chatted for nearly two hours yeah. again. Oh, and yeah. then what was it we still didn't get into? There was this, another topic. Oh, we were there still was so much. Like we could have gone another two hours. We were going to get her to <laughs> uh, actually check out the confirmation oh, yeah. of our horses. Uh, and do a video of it just to show you guys like a visual of maybe what she looks for um, in case you don't know all the parts that she talks about um, in case you are like looking for a new prospect um, but yeah I know she was so welcoming her house is so beautiful we roll in at two o'clock in the morning basically like an unload like yeah yeah so she was absolutely awesome and I'm hoping made to get us down tacos for lunch we can't yeah. forget the tacos we had tacos, mm -hmm. we had tacos for lunch yeah. also and then um so breakfast sandwiches too on yeah. the morning we were departing and uh yeah the hospitality was amazing but you will hear all the details on her program yeah. very soon she is so knowledgeable and like she's so cute too like she texted us all this morning before we ran uh, like a yeah. little <laughs> thing where like she's like hey Steph you need to work on this uh Stevie you need to work on this Nadine you need to work on this like it was actually but awesome have fun yes <laughs> and so she had each a little blurb for all of us and you know she was uh, so sweet I and that was the first time I ever met her mm -hmm. and I had such a great impression of her so. yeah We'll be back, Shannon. You better have your uh, you better have your driveway open for our trailer because we might be camping out a couple more times. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you guys decided to leave your uh, saddle pads outside. Oh my gosh! Thursday night. <gasps> I had an extra one. It was so hot, so and they were so stinky. So I was like, hey, I'm just gonna leave my pad out. I think Stevie was on the same wavelength as yeah. me. Yeah. That night at four in the morning, it poured, poured rain, and uh, yeah, that's freaking woke up from it i woke up to steph like slamming the door and she couldn't close it and i'm <laughs> she pretty tried sure like 20 times i know and it was loud and i'm pretty sure i woke up and like tried to muster the dirtiest look ever i could have <laughs> what are you doing did i say that no i don't know oh what the you might have you might have said that probably you, you kind of like i could tell you were awake i was pissed <laughs> and you, then get a little, you get a little like sleepy and grumpy and I do get sleep up. grumpy at 2 o'clock in the morning <laughs> these girls were like chit chatting like there was some when? kind of freaking 12 year old sleepover when we got the there morning? when oh. we got there and then Stevie's <laughs> it was a like, sleepover yeah and then Stevie's like oh like it was well, a pony club sleepover yeah, yeah. they're like <laughs> laughing and talking like hey good night, Nadine and I was just like hmm. yeah hmm. and she's like she doesn't want to talk like, no, I don't want to talk. I want to go to bed. Oh, <laughs> I can see why Jose brings earplugs when she goes to hotel rooms with us. 
I was Jose this weekend. <laughs> oh my, oh no. Oh no. Oh dear. <laughs> Just kidding, we love Jose, but she likes her peace and quiet. <laughs> so we always make fun of her for it. Well. But, but yeah, we got some good stories, some good content, and hey, like we probably forgot half of them, but. Hey, what else did we forget this weekend? What did we forget? <gasps> I, for, I forgot oh, a yeah. raincoat, any kind of rain boots. <laughs> I forgot my pajamas. You forgot a hoodie stuff. I didn't even bring a sweater. I just thought it was going to be <laughs> plus coat. and beautiful. Or a coat. No raincoat, no coat at all. And what did I forget? Nothing. Nothing. You were actually fully prepared. Yeah, you probably left it all back at Galloway's. <laughs> <laughs> I actually almost forgot my back on track, so. Oh, man. Uh, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we really hope you enjoyed that episode. Yes, and make sure that you subscribe to this podcast because the more subscriptions and the more times you tell a friend, the more we are able to bring you content of this caliber. Uh, so yeah, leave us a review, tell a friend, and find us on Instagram and Facebook at Horsepore Podcast. And as always, get rich or ride trying.